Well, good morning. You are listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. What a joy it is to have you here today on this show, and we're so thankful that you're listening. We're continuing our series, and actually we're going to end it this day, about peace, how to have peace in our life. But before we get started, I would like to thank our newest sponsor, Brent Gardner, and he is a realtor and has a Facebook page, Brent Gardner, Texas Living, and I just want to thank you, Brent, for sponsoring, and I want to thank all those people that sponsor us as well, Mount Pleasant Eye Care Center and those individuals. We couldn't do it without each of you. So again, thank you to all of our sponsors, and I want to thank the listeners, You are awesome, and thank you for listening each week. It means so much that you take time to tune in every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. Well, today we are going to, again, talk about how to be a peacemaker. And blessed are the peacemakers, for they are called sons of God. And I have Tanya here, who actually I'm going to interview her. And she's like, what? You're going to interview me? Because we normally have conversations, but I know Tanya well, and she is someone that really has had to be a peacemaker her whole life, wouldn't you say? I would. In fact, that's probably one of my better traits, though some may not see it that way. Yeah, no, you that is. And you have that way about you where you just are one to, to be a peacemaker. And I've seen that in you. And so... I just wanted you to share what you, you've done to do that and the, your tricks, how you do that. <laughs> well, there are a few things. Um, specifically in the last few years, prayer has led me to a very peaceful state. Um, but before then, I can remember being a little girl. I wanted everybody to get along. Yes. And so yes. that's just part of who I am. It's kind of like my motherly instinct. It's kind of like my my professional side, which I'm a nurse. It's that nursing Mm -hmm. instinct. And um, for all of that, that is just, it's kind of like the nursing process for me. There are certain things I do a certain way because I'm a nurse. I'm a peacemaker because of those same things that started even before I became a nurse. Well, I can't wait to ask you more. So, but before we get started, I want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, Grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, and we're just so grateful. We're so grateful that we can come to you and share our hearts and have those burdens lifted so that we can find your joy, your peace, your grace, your mercy. Lord, right now we just ask that you touch the lives of those that are hearing this message today and let them be moved in a way that only comes from you, Lord. We give you all the praise and glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Tanya, there's a scripture that I just want to start with, and then we're going to talk about you and, and what you think about this scripture. It's Romans 12, 18, and it says, If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. So how do you think this particular scripture applies to your life and and have you had to be that one to make the peace in some cases absolutely Mm -hmm. Um, even in my family I've had to be the peacemaker Um, I tend to see from both sides of the, the situation and I can see the good from both sides and I can see the not so good 
But there's common ground. And I think mm-hmm. this is a point where the whole world could listen in my mm-hmm. mind, because Christ has called us to unity. Mm-hmm. And we can't be in unity with one another without some peacemakers around. Right. There needs to be peacemakers, and you are one of them. And so I appreciate that about you because you're right, there's a lot of division in our there world. There is. I mean, it seems like everywhere we look, everyone, oh, I don't like that person, I'm against that person, or they don't like me, or I don't agree with them, they don't agree with me. So being a peacemaker is very important. And so you said it started as an early age you you wanted everyone to get along so do you remember a situation maybe in as a young girl I do and Tell it's, us. it's a little bit of a personal story but I was kind of the first kid on the block that went through divorce okay and so here I have my mom and and my new dad mm-hmm. and my dad and my new mom Adults don't necessarily get along as well as kids. And so I was I found myself trying to be the peacemaker to make it all okay. Right. That's typically not the child's role, but I get it. My my parents were young. It's just kind of the process mm-hmm. that you go through. But I think having experienced all of that put me in a position that I could see where there was some goodness to come. Mm-hmm. And You've got to find a happy spot. And I think maybe as a kid, that was where I was trying to find that happy spot. Not that I was unhappy, but that I wanted everybody to be at peace. Right. And you wanted them all to come to your birthday party. I did, you know. (laughs) And get along and have fun. Exactly. And there were some times with that, but it didn't come easy. Um, I saw it again. Um, Was going through a health issue at a very early age. Was having to have surgery at a very Mm -hmm. early age. And this was as, a, as an adult, but I even noticed that me being the patient, of course I was a nurse by then, but me being the patient, I was having to play peacemaker with all my family because they were, it was gloom and doom, and I'm like, it's surgery, it'll be okay. Let's, yes. let's look at the facts. We picked out the best person to do it. Here we are, we're gonna trust God. Mm-hmm. And really relying on my faith, is where that I think has only grown for me. And I have seen it even transition as I take my spiritual life to work with me. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that you had surgery and had a health issue. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and you did have breast cancer, of course, no more. Correct. You were healed from that and thank you, Lord. But you you said you had such a peace even then. Explain that. You know, um, and thank you. Um, I am celebrating 29 years of surviving. Oh, congratulations. I know. It's just amazing to me. But when I look back on it, in fact, I I thought about it just the other day because it would have been the actual anniversary date. And I was like, wow, you know, I thought initially that had become maybe my end time. Mm-hmm. But God told me no. I remember after coming back home from having visited the surgeon and got the game plan of what we were going to do after the diagnosis, I remember sitting on my parents' couch, and they were all frustrated and in turmoil. Here I am. But guys, let's look. I'm here. The baby's okay. 
we're going to be all right. We could be killed in a car wreck trying to get to the doctor's appointment. Let's take it back a notch and look at the peaceful state that we're in and the opportunity we have at a good outcome. I was obviously younger. Um, I could take on aggressive treatment and be much more successful with it than if I'd waited and gotten this later in my life. I said, there's a lot of goodness that comes from that. And it is just the presence of God and me having enough faith to listen, to know, and that still small voice, mm-hmm. peace, be still. Mm-hmm. I am very grateful for that because that carried me through months of treatment and health setbacks and various things that happened during that time. God was with me the whole time. He was. Yeah. He was. Um I can't help but think of Colossians 3.15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to be peace and to be thankful. Listeners, I'll tell you, peace is something you have to claim. I I agree. I agree. It's not like you walk Mm -hmm. through a wall and all of a sudden you have peace. Mm -hmm. It's that relationship with Christ. It's claiming what He's put out for you and then taking it on. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it changes your whole world. Mm -hmm. And at that time in your life, that must have been a difficult time because you were pregnant when you found out you had breast cancer. Not only were you, you know, about to have a baby, but then to find out. You have breast cancer. I can't even imagine what you went through, but what you're describing is the fact that the presence of Christ dwelled in you. You were able to be at peace, and you knew God had it, and you were grateful for the blessings that you saw through it. I remember you telling me how many people prayed for you. Oh, my goodness, yes. And that was such a time of peace for you, just just knowing the prayer. You could feel the prayers. Absolutely. In fact, the day that I had my major surgery in my old hometown, they had a 24-hour prayer vigil. They set up an old school vigil at the church. Mm -hmm. And people that had known me even before I was born, they remember when my mother was pregnant, stood around and prayed and and collectively Mm -hmm. just made certain. And then all those around me, I mean, it was just, God can move in small ways. Mm -hmm. You just have to be open to it. And peace, many times over, comes in the midst of your hardest trials. Right. Because peace is the presence of Christ, That's not right. the absence of problems. And, you know, when I used to think before I was a Christian that, oh, if you're at peace, you don't have any problems. Everything's going well. That's not, no. that's not it. Because it's really the presence of Christ when you're going through the storm or when you're coming out of the storm or when you're about to go into the storm, you can have that peace when, when God is present within you. And be joyful. Right, right. There's joy that comes after peace. That's right. Definitely. There's a new joy that you can't even explain, but it's from Christ. So not only do you know how to have peace, but Tanya, I want to ask you, how do you sow peace in your life? How do you bring peace to other people? Because you you have a way of doing that. Explain to everyone your career and what you do, because that will tell a lot of the story, because you're in management, so tell. Correct. Um, I have been very blessed throughout my entire nursing career, which is over 30 years, um, of a lot of different roles, and I've had a lot of different people that have impacted me. Mm 
um, and been a great mentor to me. And some of the best wisdom that I have been given is that you don't check your faith at the business door. And for me, that was a game changer. You mean I can bring who I am and what I'm about to my role and it won't offend anyone? Now, I will tell you, I don't carry my Bible up and down the hallway at work. But at the same time, if I have a colleague that needs to be prayed with, I'm going to pray with them. Mm -hmm. um, but when I started praying before my day got started and carried those thoughts with me to work, that was a game changer. And currently, I work for a major global company, and I am in a leadership role. So not only are we managing the, the features that we sell, which are educational products, but I deal with a lot of people. And the more people you deal with, the more opportunity to develop your character and have to deal with challenges. Right. And dealing with challenges, even a good challenge, is still a challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and there are unique nuances to anybody's day that can create havoc in the business world. But when I take God with me and I take the peace that I've gotten from my prayer time and we come to a situation, we're able to find that unity, that common ground for the outcome we're trying to achieve and let that be our focus versus the trouble and the challenges that are over on the sidelines because mm -hmm. that's where mm -hmm. I like to keep those. One thing you may not know about me, Jill, I think you may, but I'm not certain. Okay, what? <laughs> I won't go at all cost to avoid controversy because it's really, mm -hmm. it's counterproductive. Right. And it's certainly counterproductive in the business world. Mm -hmm. And so for me, you find the best people to do the best work you need done, and you let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, all falls together the way it needs to. You may still have some challenges to work through, but ultimately you can find that unity. Mm -hmm. All came stemmed from the praying that I did before we started the work day. And you can carry right. that through what you do each and every day. Now, there's still going to be challenges. Mm -hmm. But when peace is your focus, it all just kind of falls into place. Yeah. Or it has for me. Yeah. And I'm grateful. Right. Well, I love that you start with prayer. Before you even start your work day, you pray. And you pray for that particular situation or those employees or whatever it is that you, you're facing and you pray and you seek God and, and I know you and you also turn to the word. You yes. read the word and the scripture. So there's a scripture that reminds me of what you're talking about from Ephesians 4.3. Endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Mm. And that's what you're talking about. That unity of spirit. Like you're all on the same team. You're all working towards the same goal. And when you have that unity of spirit and, um, and you, you're saying you pray for those people in need and you pray for them, God is, is among you. Mm -hmm. And then there's that bond of peace that you share. And, and you can wear Jesus without having to bring your Bible with you. That's you right. Know? And that is being a true um, friend and, and a listener and um, just a joy, 
joy maker, peacemaker <laughs> for everyone that you come in contact with? One of the most unique things, and I have God to thank this for, I've worked on a lot of different teams, a lot of different places. I am working with the most special group of nurse educators I've ever worked with, ever. And I truly believe that all of my prayers, all of this point, has put this special team together and I know it is a gift from God mm. because of everything that has fallen into place. And I think He has built and prepared me of how to lead them in a way that is effective for Him, number one, for the company, but most importantly for my team. Mm -hmm. um, every once in a while you get that perfect group of people that right. you get to work with. Yeah. And I thank God every day for them. So I have a lot to pray for, but I have a lot to give thanks for right. too. Right, and I was gonna talk about that. Praising God is so important mm -hmm. as well. And, and that attitude of praise brings peace. And just the way we can spread peace is to be that person that gives thanks and, and tells, encourages people. I'm so thankful for you. Y'all are the best team and wow, we're doing so much together and I appreciate you. You know, people just want to be appreciated. And if they hear that from you, their manager, that means so much. And I know that you do that. You make a habit of encouraging people and, you know, giving them those praises that they need to keep them going. And so that's, that's another way to spread peace. It is. And, you know, when you have that common ground, that unity piece, helps me come to this particular scripture, which is from James mm -hmm. chapter 3, verse 18. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Mm, I love that. I may not be the perfect peacemaker, but I do believe that I have a lot of the right traits. I may have started out just trying to avoid the conflict, but ultimately, there's so much peace for me. I have a chaotic schedule. People look at I my know, schedule. I know, you do. I can never get a hold of you anymore. <laughs> um, but I love what I do, and right. I'm very fortunate that everything just falls into place the way it's supposed mm -hmm. to. And I know that's a direct result of my prayers and God helping mm -hmm. me orchestrate what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but it is a cool thing when you can find that commonality. God can give you peace that you can't even begin to understand. He really can. He really can. Well, what about if someone is really negative? and comes at you with some problem and is just really pressing you and it could be someone at work or a family member or just someone that you're working with on something give our listeners some advice what have you found that works because we're all dealing with issues people that maybe come against us and i know jesus says to pray for them see that's probably what you're going to say pray for them absolutely and pray for my response right um Good, good point. Somebody brought this out, and I wished I could recall the person, but over the last few weeks, I've heard something. And the person was kind of in that same hard spot trying to make the best choice. 
And the response was, Lord, let me get this right. So a lot of times I will sit back and truly listen and try and determine what is the best next question to ask. And usually the first word on my lips are Jesus. Right, right. Um, Even if I don't say it aloud, that is the first thought on my lips. And then I want to get it right. So Lord, what are my next words Mm -hmm. to get the best response so we can find that peaceful place? So you're right, Jill. I do pray. I read God's Word. It has taken some discipline for me. I have learned not to have those reactionary responses. I sit back and I have a response. Mm -hmm. And I try to take the reaction out of it, even when I have been shocked to my core. I like how you said that, you take the reaction out of it. Because I think our human nature, we tend to want to react. Someone has said something to us or done, we just want to react. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're upset. We're angry with what has happened. But what you're saying is instead of reacting, you're redirecting and you're being still. I know one of our favorite scriptures is be still and know that I'm God. And so when you do that, he speaks to you. Yes. And like you said, he will tell you, kind of give you that indication of what to do. And there might be times when he says, do nothing, be silent and don't respond. And that can be hard too, but it's, it's the best way. And, you know, Jesus would never show us or tell us the wrong thing to do. He, he is the Prince of Peace and he's going to give us the right way to go and help us. So when we do say his name, like you said, Jesus, then it's, it's a way of saying, Jesus, help, help me. I need help here. That's right. Cause we do live in a world that wants to fight or react. And you know, we've all been there. We have. It's hard. Um, one thing that I have really learned, and I learned this probably 15, 20 years ago. You know, it's real easy to get an email and oh, be yeah. a little bit irritated and, and just have a quick response mm-hmm. back. I have gotten to where I sit there and I let it sit there. It goes to my draft box. Do I really need to send that? Mm-hmm. I reread it. Is it the right tone? Is it the right message that I would want to send? Um And I have to be quick to say I'm the same on social media. There are a lot of people that can really irritate us in a bad way. Mm -hmm. And it seems like such an open forum that we can just sit there and have a response. But what if we stepped back and didn't have that response? Or if we did, we did it in private. If we felt we must say something, you know, one thing that I strive to always do, I never want to call out anyone on my team or that I work with in a group and setting, group environment. Mm-hmm. I always want to, if we need to have a conversation, that needs to be a personal conversation. So Jill, if I had an issue with you, I'm gonna pull you aside right. and we're gonna have that and conversation. not embarrass me or Correct. do in front of the group. And I like that because that's the way it should be. Well, that's the golden rule. Yes. Do unto others mm-hmm. as you want done to you. And I have found that that helps keep the peace down because when you don't bring up something that's sensitive, in a group setting, you get a lot better outcome. Even if we have the blow up in the private room, it's easier to have the blow up between two people and work through it, but work to find that unity and that peace. Mm-hmm. And it, for me, that has been successful. Well, Tanya, I love all these 
things that you have shared with us and ways that we can sow peace and pursue peace and be a peacemaker. In today's world, we all need more people like you that will be peacemakers. So I thank you that you are that person to thank so you. many people. And thank I appreciate you for recognizing that you. it. You no, I, I did. And I was like, I want to interview you about what it means to be a peacemaker. So thank you. Is there anything else you want to say before we close today about peace and, and being a peacemaker? I'd just like to leave us with one scripture, and it comes from Romans 8, verse 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. Find that peace. When you find that sweet spot, everything else comes a little less wavy. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. And just find Jesus. Yes. Just find Jesus. So let's let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much. We thank you for your perfect peace. And we thank you for people like Tanya who make peace, who sow peace, who want to be a peacemaker for you, Lord. And we just pray that we could all strive for peace, that unity of spirit in the bond of peace that would unite us so that we can be strong together and be united for you. And Lord, we thank you that peace is possible. We just need to be still and know that you are God. And so thank you. And thank you for today. We love you so much. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022. All rights reserved.